You're listening to Happiness Abound, episode 258. Welcome to Happiness Abound, a podcast dedicated and designed to help those seeking happiness in their lives. Here we'll talk about happiness as gained through habit formation, being inspired by the stories of others, and looking for opportunities of growth and learning. I'm Taylor Proctor. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, Happiness Abounders, and welcome back. Today I'm excited to talk to you about judgment, empathy, and hope, and how they all are kind of correlated and intertwined specifically in my life. I have found lately that I am pretty judgmental. And it's really interesting to me because I used to be really judgmental. And over time, as I've worked on my own happiness and I've focused on myself and my own growth, I've judged people less and less. But lately, I've been in phone conversations and like someone will come up and I'll be like, in my mind, oh, I can't believe that they didn't do it this way or why wouldn't they do it this way or how hard is it? That's the biggest one is I was having had a conversation on the phone yesterday and I was like, well, how hard is it to do that? Because it's something that comes very easily to me. And as it came out of my mouth, this thought came in my head that that is wildly unfair. It's unfair of me to be in a space where I'm assuming that other people should be able to do the same things I'm able to do with ease or that they even think in the same way that I think. For example, again, on this phone call yesterday, I had a realization that I am a very structured, very categorized, step-by-step kind of person. That's how my thoughts are. I am procedurally and organizationally inclined in what I do. I like to have a checklist. I like to have things just so. And other people are not. And so when it's like, why can't that person just get organized? How hard is it? When I say the phrase, how hard is it? It really comes out as a judgment against how that person may be moving forward or doing things differently than I would. And that judgment does not open the door for me to have empathy towards that person. Instead, it puts me in a space where I'm feeling better about myself or superior about myself, but it doesn't allow me to get to know that person and to learn and grow from how they may think versus how I may think. So today I want to talk about judgment, empathy, and hope because I have found that even when I'm not in my most judgmental space, I still have some judgments. And my key triggers, my phrases that trigger me are, well, how hard is it? because it's generally followed with a, because I could do that in two seconds, (laughs) or why can't they get their act together, or things like that. And those aren't phrases I say too often, but maybe they, and maybe I say them so infrequently that this last little while, as I've been saying them, they have been like, wait a minute, that's not something I say very often. And it's just wrapped in judgment. And I had an epiphany the other day, and I think I've mentioned this before, but one man's productive is another man's lazy, right? And so when I'm like, why can't this person just do this? Or why aren't, they really can't juggle school, job, and family? Like, how hard is it? And the truth is, it's really hard. 
but I'm coming at a place of judgment and thinking that everyone should be as productive. And I put quotes around that because it's not really productive because one man's productive is another man's lazy. Right? And so what could be productive for you could be very different for me. And that's okay. But I can't come at it from a place of judgment. I need to come at it from a place of empathy. So I've identified my trigger phrases and also kind of my trigger tone, right? I take a specific tone when I talk, when I'm feeling judgmental towards someone. And I may not even know it's judgmental. Sometimes it's just talking and then the phrase comes out of how hard is it? And it sounds just like that. It's not from a place of how hard do you think it is for that person? It's how hard is it to go and do this? And you can tell there's a difference in my voice and my tone and that phrase. And so it triggers. Now, in my mind, I'm able to see that that's a trigger that I'm actually moving into a space of judgment. And now that I can identify that trigger, I know my phrases, I know my tone. I can stop and say, well, wait a minute. Is this fair? So step number one (laughs) is identifying your triggers for judgment. Step two is asking, is this fair? Is it fair of me to say that this person should be, and I'm going to use a whole bunch of different examples, that this person should be parenting that way when I don't see their every, I don't see their everyday life. I don't know how they were raised. I don't know how their spouses were raised. I don't know what specific changes and differences they are making and how they're raising their children versus how they were raised. So who am I to be like, they should be raising their kids this way or they should be spanking their kids or whatever, right? I don't make that judgment because I'm not a parent, but it's an example. Or why, here's another perfect example. Why didn't you take this way to, why didn't they take this way to work? They were 20 minutes late and they could have taken a different route. Well, is that fair? Is it fair that they had an, there was an accident when there wasn't an accident for me driving? Is it fair that they may not know the alternative route? And I do. Is it fair of me to make those judgments and to assume those things and to put that person down in my own mind? How hard is it to keep your house clean? Hmm. I personally have probably had a lot of people judge me on that (laughs) because I'm not a cleaner. Like, I mean, I like things tidy and organized and structured, but as far as like deep cleans, I have to really be in the mood. And then when it happens, I'm like baseboards and all sorts of crazy stuff. But my husband is the cleaner of the house. So when we're both really busy, if you see a picture of like me taking a picture of my dogs on Instagram and there's hair on the floor... You could probably judge me and be like, how hard is it to clean the house? And hopefully you would ask, is that a fair question? You don't know that I have a nine to five job, that I do a podcast. I do several freelance things that I have time with friends. I have time with my spouse. I take classes and courses and all these other things. I spend time with my dogs where in there is time to clean. But you don't know those things. And I don't know those things about you. So when I have my trigger phrase and my trigger tone, I then ask, is it fair? Is it fair of me to be judging? Is it fair of me to be saying these things when I don't know that person's full story in life? And truth be told, you'll never know anyone's full story in life except your own. Even the closest person you are to in the world, you are not in their head 24-7 like you are in your own. So when we judge, it's not doing any good. So asking, is it fair, is a trigger for me to then come at it from a place of empathy. So there's judgment, there's empathy, right? When you can then be like, is that fair? 
is it fair of me to hold them to my standards when I don't know what's happening? Is it fair of me to judge their parenting or their their cleanliness of their house or the way that they are in the workplace or their transportation methods or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Is it fair of me to judge their relationships? There's so many areas that we can judge in. Is it fair of me to judge their driving? <laughs> but when you can ask, is this fair of me? That opens the door for empathy and you can really be like, well, wait a minute, it's probably not. So there's judgment, there's empathy. Now, what about hope? How does hope play into this? One of the biggest things and differences that I have found when I'm able to identify my triggers, my tone, and then ask, is it fair, is that I have hope that in my treating people better and not judging them, that they will in turn, in turn do the same for me. So when I make a mistake, I have hope that it's not the end of the world and that I'm not perceived as, in, as imperfect or broken or ruined now. I have hope that people will give me the empathy and ask, is it fair for me to judge like that? Is it fair for me to talk and ask like that? It's not. And I would, I would hope that in my actions of not judging them, when I make a mistake or I do something differently than they would do it, that they would have empathy for me. And that power of hope has changed so many things. It really has. It's changed how when something happens that is less than ideal, instead of sending me into a tailspin panic and worrying about what everybody thinks and that I'm incompetent and I'm a fraud and blah, 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 I have this mindset of, A, is that fair? Is it fair for me to ask and judge myself that way? But then also if there's other people involved, I have this super strong hope that by me not judging them, they will not judge me and we'll have a better world of empathy and understanding. And so with judgment, empathy, and hope, when we can work through our judgments, they're going to happen. You just have to identify the triggers and then ask, is it fair? And then have hope that other people will treat you the same way. And when we have the three of those and we're aware of them and we can ask the right questions and we can have hope for something better, suddenly we're happier. So I'm going to wrap that up here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let me know if it resonated with you. I'd love to hear from you. You can find me at happinessabound.com, happinessabound blog on Facebook, and happiness underscore abound on Instagram. And remember, you're capable of happiness abound. <laughs>